Welcome to Another Day Above Ground, a show for, by, and about baby boomers. It's the podcast for people who have no idea how to download a podcast. And now, here's your host, Dale Irvin. Welcome back, our baby boomer buddies, to Another Day Above Ground, the podcast made just for you because we talk about all things that are relevant to us, the baby boomers. And when I say we, of course, I refer to my partners on this show, first of all, from the very chilly and snowy town of Denver, Colorado. Please welcome Carolyn Strauss. Well, hey, everybody, and I think it would be warmer below ground, actually. It is so <laughs> cold. Minus 28 with the wind chill this week so pretty brutal yeah that's about what it is in chicago it's very very chilly and we'll check in with the weather from indiana with the aristotle of comedy tim slagle oh it's so cold out now that global warming has become climate change finally (laughs) you finally cut on tim i am so happy for you Well, it was global warming all summer. All summer long, it was global warming. Oh, my gosh, it's so hot. This is definitely, definitely being caused by by SUVs and wasteful energy and John Kerry flying private jets. Yes. No, no, not that. Not that. No, no. Well, I could use some of your expertise. I bought my dog some of those booties, you know what I mean? Like the ones that uh-huh. you put on their little feet with the Velcro around it and you put it around their little ankle. She, because they're a little puffy, she totally believes they're dog toys and has destroyed both of the ones on her front feet. Cause she couldn't, so she, she runs outside. It's so cold. She runs outside kicks off the ones on the back feet. I don't know how she does that. And then the ones on the front feet, she's just chewing off because she thinks they're toys. They, 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 they walk so cute it? when you put those boots on them, though, don't they? They get it. They, <laughs> oh they, they, they prance. So cute. What kind of a dog is it? She's a 95-pound golden retriever. Oh, well, yeah. Nobody's going to tell her what to do. Exactly. You know, probably didn't like, she's like you. She didn't like the style of the shoes. You know, you know most off. dogs are bred to dive into ice-cold water and bring back ducks, don't you? Yeah, but I think but the, the, the <laughs> pavement is so cold and the ice is so cold, I don't want her little paws to freeze. No, it's, 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 it's her way of saying... I'm a retriever, okay? These are stupid. They make me they make me walk like a poodle. Yes. <laughs> and they're pink and black. I mean, I even got her stylish ones, but she didn't appreciate that. Well, I, the uh, heels were probably hard for we me. We had a we have we have we have a robin roosting in our in a in our in our uh, walkway in our like at our porch like in the Wow, little... I thought they split in the winter. Holy yeah. cow. Well, this one this one did not and is probably regretting it. And uh, Yeah, exactly. I haven't checked this morning. He didn't uh I didn't he didn't even move when I went outside last night to to get well, something no. out of the car. He just just back in the corner there. And uh, I just look at him I go, "You, you idiot." <laughs> I get See, your and I calendar. Put a little electric heater out there or something to make I, sure. I, I, you know, I didn't know what to do. I, I, yeah. I, I, uh, I go in. I go. I want to do something, but I don't. You know, I could catch them and bring them in the house, but that would freak the. You know, and uh, and the wife said, "Well, nature is cruel." Wow. Well, there you go. Yeah. There you go. You don't buy it. Don't buy it. Little boots because it won't keep. <laughs> <it off. laughs> Well, it's so cold. I remember the last time I got this cold. Here's a little trick for you kids at home. But, you know, if you hurt yourself, don't blame me. You take a cup of boiling water 
outside, throw it up in the air, and it instantly turns into snow. Don't stand under it in case that doesn't happen and you get boiling water on you. Yeah, but you want to you want to you want to stand upwind from where you throw exactly. it. Exactly, <laughs> but it instantly turns into snow. That's it, that's amazing, and you know, and and Carolyn, you got to be real careful with the dogs because I saw one in front of my house today stuck to the fire hydrant. Yeah, so uh, you know, it's 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 that. that cold. It is. Well, you know, are you doing anything to keep warm in the cold? I mean, I just, uh, I've gone into hibernation mode. I just uh, wear everything uh, all the time and 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 eat. <laughs> I got, for Christmas a couple of years ago, I got this. It's called an angel robe, and it's one of those really thick, plush robes that has, like, the wings and the big, fluffy hood. Oh, it's so cozy. So I've been wearing that a lot. I didn't it wear has, it for you guys today, but... It has wings on it? it? Well, it doesn't have, like, back wings. It has, like, you know, you put your arms out. It, it's more oh, like a poncho. Oh, okay. It's oh, more okay. like a poncho, but it's so warm. It's got that Sherpa lining in it that's oh, so soft. Oh, you can't beat a good Sherpa. Yeah. Oh, seriously. It's, <laughs> so that's what I'm doing to stay warm when I'm when I'm alone, which is uh, most of the time. Thanks a lot. <laughs> um, I, Are Sherpas the people that that they use to get up the uh, up uh, um, when you're when you're hiking Everest? Yeah, they're always warm. They're working very hard. Yeah, so they no, use so, their so, skin so what is to a line Sherpa, it? What is a Sherpa lining? <laughs> no, I, it's not that kind of Sherpa lining. Again, they, they slice them real thin. I, I already said I'm alone. Come on, you guys. <laughs> well, it may be cold out, and you may be stuck inside, and you may be thinking, you know, what am I supposed to do? What's the rest of my life look like? Well, fortunately for you, and because of this cold weather, we went out and got a special guest who has really accomplished a lot since he turned uh, into a senior or an older baby boomer. Ron Woodford. Ron, welcome to another day above ground. Thank you. Ron, is that a, you're out of Cleveland, right? I am. I'm sorry about the Browns. I was rooting for them, and man, did they get smashed. Well, Holy Christmas. I'm probably one of the few people in Cleveland that don't follow the Browns. So wow. That, do they, do they know about it? Because they'll kick you out of the city. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up there. They'll kick you out. Yeah. Anyhow, Ron yeah. is currently uh, 76 years old. He I has am. just you, you you've completed your your master's degree that you went for when you were what 60? 69. 69 and now you're about to get your doctorate. That's and correct. uh that's just amazing to me because we have you know so many baby boomers that we know say okay I'm retired I'm just going to you know sit around and pet the dog but no you're out there actually doing <laughs> right. it. That's cool. Yeah. What right. is your uh, what is your uh, doctorate going to be in? It's um, enhancing customer experience in public transit. Okay, mm -hmm. so public transportation, buses, trains, trolleys. Fix, fixing the speakers on the New York City subway, is that step number one? Because I was just there and oh my gosh, you can't understand a damn thing they say. Well, I, I think it's the operator, not the speakers. Okay, I just, I think that's the way they're trained to talk. <laughs> I think we train them that way, Carolyn. What would that be to improve? All I can think of is, you know, remove the gum off the seats and, uh, you know, whatever. Well, well, here, we, we in, in public transit, they're, they're 
pretty much, and, and let me just first pre preface by saying I spend a lot of time in Colombia, South America. And so the problem, so what I'm going to describe to you is this, it happens in Colombia, South America also. Okay. Uh, there are three primary drivers or three primary concerns that people have, safety, cleanliness, and timeliness, okay? So you want the bus to be on time, right? When you, you know, to get you to wherever you go, on your work or your hospital or your school or wherever. Right. You, you want it to be clean when, when, when you get there. And clean right. is relative because, you know, older buses, you, you can clean them from now on and they're never going to look clean, okay? And, and some of the material that they use for the seating and that, you, you know, that, that uh, it's kind of sure. like, a, almost like corduroy, right? <laughs> that you can, you can clean it forever. It's never going to look clean. And safety, and safety again is relative. Safety to uh, one person, um, you know, if, you, if you're on the vehicle and you see a police officer, on there, you might feel safe. Someone else might feel intimidated. So again, that's kind of relative. But but the but the the crux of what I'm doing versus what people typically do is each person. People typically in all the literature pretty much deals with each one of those three things in isolation, right? What I want to do is deal with those holistically. So it has to be clean and safe and on time. Okay, so that's the challenge. Um, developing a a set of guidelines, which will be my ultimate product. Uh, because I'm getting a, a doctorate in business administration, uh, described in some as a, as a, doc, as a um, doctrine in practice, um, and it will be a book, right? A, a, a set of guidelines with basically ten competencies that say that if you learn these ten things, how to how to keep the bus clean, how to keep it safe, how to follow federal regulations, how to uh, keep it on time, how to deal with the, with uh, diversity and and um, and accessibility. Uh, if you learn those things, you'll have a good transit system. And although you may have this, the problem with the speakers, um, and I, and I, you know, you may have LED, right, or some other way that people can know what stop is coming up. And when you look at that, you again looking at this holistically, baby boomers, right, and we're all baby boomers, aren't so keen on seeing everything lit up in lights. They want a piece of paper in their hand, right? At least that's what the literature says. So the but on the other side, the younger, the Gen X or Gen Z people or these alpha, which is, I guess, the latest generation is alpha, they want everything lit up. They want everything on their computer. So they don't want to read a piece of paper. So you have to figure out ways to balance that, right? And keep everyone uh, happy and, and, and make a good experience for everyone. Just throw so the kids off the train. That uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> everyone's going to be happy for that. Well, <laughs> well, you have, and, and and then you know, again, in terms of categories of writers, you have what we consider captive writers, who are the kids, right, who don't have driver's licenses. They're poor people, right, who can't afford a car. They're seniors uh, who 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 may not be able to drive because of some some physical disability. Um, those are your captive writers. On the other side, you have choice writers. Those are the Carolins. Those are the people that can go to wherever they need to go to without the bus, but we want those people on the bus. So we need to, again, figure out a way. And what I'm, um, my research will show is that there are ways to, 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 to encourage uh, choice writers to write and to make uh, uh, captive writers have a good experience. Hey, Ron, I have an idea for you. I don't know if you've thought yeah. of this, what about giving everybody a service dog when they get on and then they give it to the next person when they get off? That would make everybody happy. Well, <laughs> there are some people who don't like dogs. I'm sorry. I have a, I, I have my ex would not get on that bus. 
He wouldn't even go near the, he wouldn't even go near the station. Okay? Because she's not a she's not an animal person. Well, if uh, she's an ex, but, it might be a good solution. Right. But then, of course, that also becomes a cleanliness issue, doesn't it? Absolutely. No. Oh, no. come on, Carolyn. Yeah, they're all going to hold it till they get to the next stop. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. and then, so they're gonna, then you're going to let them off, and they're going to leave it right there in front of the bus steps <laughs> for the next bus. It'll keep right. less people, less people, less mess, more on time. Everybody wins. Well, okay, yeah. I have a I have a question. Here in, in, in Chicago, I, I, I used to take the train a lot when I uh, right. uh, worked. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the seats, you know, sometimes they're facing each other, which right. I hated that, you know, and, and are they going to, are you addressing that? It's, it's, it's people like me that don't want to look at somebody when they ride. Well, that's the, that's one, one seating arrangement. And I think they have that in the York also. Um, in Cleveland, we have the seats are more back to back. So, so you don't, you're not facing, except there are some, okay. So in the front of the bus, there's a section for wheelchairs. And so there's a bench that can actually fold up, okay? So you can actually connect the mm -hmm. wheelchair and secure it in that space. Um, but those seats also fold down. So now you're in the situation you're describing where you're facing each other. However, that's four, six out of 52 seats, right? The balance of the seats are pretty much back to back. And then at the very back of the bus, we have a we have a, a a similar situation, and I and I think that has to do with mobility, getting on and off. You know, just just kind of moving around uh, on the bus. I don't know the specifics, but that's generally what I'm what I'm finding is that it has more to do with number one the the accessibility, uh, because remember it, when we were younger, right? They didn't have that with the, those buses. Didn't have that sort of thing. They just basically all the seats were back to back. And, right, and, you right. Know, that was the only choice you had. On the train, though, Dale, I always thought when I see those, those two by two facing each other, I always thought that the intention there is that you can play cards. Uh -huh. That you're going to get on the train. I, I never thought that you're going to get on the train with three friends and play, have a little, have a little round of bridge. Oh, but they're across the aisle. You're referring to what you'd have to be playing across the aisle, not like the trains where you could actually push the. <laughs> push the seat forward and then you actually right that's what we're that's what you're saying right 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 yeah right. yeah that's cool we used to i used to ride the train in when I, i'm from new york so i used to ride the the train down to dc and you kind of so ron are you studying both buses and trains and oh by the way can you do something about boeing that's that's a little well, bit of an issue right now. So if you could focus on that, if, you could make a bunch of money and make my life easier because my flight was canceled last week because of the 737-9. So if you could fix Boeing first and then work on the buses, I would really appreciate your help. Okay, but okay, but let's <laughs> we got to narrow the focus here. Oh, I'm, I'm only working on public transportation, which includes buses, trains, trolleys what we call paratransit vehicles, which are vehicles especially equipped to, to, to carry people with disabilities. Um, and those are pretty much the, the within focus for, for, for us. Airplanes, that's not public transit. So when I, we refer to public transit, it's, it's transit that is available to everyone regardless of their income level, okay? Or their physical ability, okay? Gotcha. So for instance, one of the challenges we have sometimes is the bus may go to a certain a certain area in the city, right? Uh, let's say particularly in the suburbs. So the suburban system may not 
sub, the suburban area may not have a, a bus system, but your job is three miles away from the, the, um, the city line, right? So the bus takes you to the city line. Now you got to figure out a way to get from the city line to the three miles to your job, right? So people use Uber and they use it. So we tried to partner with Uber, for instance, and we're told by the government, you can't do that because Uber does not carry non-ambulatory people. And we have to be able to carry everyone. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. So we can't, so, you know, we can't selectively say, you know, well, you know, you're in a wheelchair, so we can't, we can't tell you, or you, you know, you, you use a cane, so we can't take you. Uh, and Uber can say that because they're a private company. Changing the subject a little bit here, Ron, I'm, I'm going over your resume, and it says here that your uh, international experience is with uh, Colombian entrepreneurs. Isn't that another word for drug lord? No. <laughs> and I, I can tell you, Tim, you don't want to go to Colombia making jokes like that. You, you will not come back, okay? Or, or you may come back on one of Carolyn's Boeing <laughs> and I don't think that they take public transportation, Tim. I just have a feeling that they're not on a bus. <laughs> no, actually, when I was down there, they would run up to the buses selling you yeah. uh, soda straws oh my God, allegedly every, filled with magic powder. They sell powder. everything under the sun. Yeah. Everything. Oh, my God. You cannot go one block without. I thought New York was bad. I mean, these folk. And it's it's if you go to Bogota. Oh my God! There's like eight million people, and I think six million of them are out selling stuff. Okay. <laughs> so, no, there are a lot of people, and there are a lot of people. I mean, they will. You're so right. They will approach your car, your bus, whatever. So I mean, they're pretty and, much and all they, entrepreneurs. Yeah. Well, no. So, so I'm dealing more. You know, most of the people I deal with in Colombia are, you know, friends. Um, some are, are in in in, um, in the transit organization at Transmillennial. And then that's in, in Cartagena, and then there's Transcaribe. Well, Transcaribe is in Cartagena, and Transmillennials in Bogota. So I know people in those areas. So we, you know, we we talk back and forth. So it's not entrepreneurial for business purposes. It's more for academic, you know, more for research. Transmillennial means something different here. Uh, yeah, I guess. Okay, I guess it is. I guess it is different, but it's yeah, transmillennial. Yeah, I, I don't. They started it around 1998, so I don't know if there was any intention of trying to tie it to the millennium. But um, it's it's um, it's an interesting. It's an interesting. If you guys have been in, you've been in the arc and you've been on the subway, and you see how they chase the people off if they're trying to sing or sell you stuff. Well, they don't chase them away there. Yeah. You can get on the bus. You can walk from one end to the other, selling something, and mm-hmm. then just get off at the other end. Um, people come on, you know, praying, and people give them donations. They actually walk past, and they get. I, that for me culturally, that was a kind of shock because I'm, I'm expecting these people to be put off the bus, but it's they well, left. Dale, them on. Dale, if things don't work out at the comedy club this weekend, I got a place for you to perform. <laughs> oh yeah, Colombian buses. That's on my to do yeah. list. Yeah. So, Ron, let me ask you this. What advice would you have for baby boomers on well, how to fill the rest of their lives? Well, let me let me say this. And I, I think it's it's important so you understand kind of the context from where from where I come. I, I at 54, I had a son. OK, um, at 60, I got an undergrad at 69. I got a graduate degree and by 70. Eight, I'll have a doctorate. Now, that basically for me, the message then is I didn't start over, 
Okay. And I think, I think that's the problem. People, I don't think people ought to take the approach that they're starting over. You're continuing, right? You just keep going. Right. So it's, 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 if you, the, the implication of starting over is that means you stopped, right? So for me, you only stop when you're dead. Okay. If you, if you stop, you stop, <laughs> you can't, you can't go anymore. So when people tell me, you know, like I quit smoking, but I'm still smoking. Like, hey, like I quit five times. No, sir, you can only quit once. Okay, once you quit, <laughs> you're either done or you're not, right? Or other else you're con so I'm saying if you get into a mindset of you're gonna continue, right, as opposed to stopping and starting, then you look at life and you say, Okay, in order for me to continue working in the and my profession is a project manager, I'm a professional project manager. In order for me to continue as a project manager, I need to learn how to use a computer, right? Because what we were doing back when I started with an abacus. They don't use that anymore, right? <laughs> so if I want work, I need to be able to use the current tools, right? I'm, I'm talking to people whose language is different. They're talking critical path. They're talking, you know, the scheduling is 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 all different. So so for me to stay current, I need to get current education, right? So I'm working for a guy, for instance, who got his MBA in 1970 something, right? And he's trying to explain to me Maslow's theory on but please, that was like 1940s, okay? Tell me today about Simon Sinek in group dynamics, okay? Tell me about in emotional intelligence. Tell me about things that are current practices, right? That's what's gonna grow me and make and keep me interested. But if I keep trying to get stuck with, I got these old tools that I'm trying to use on new, you know, it's sort of like the cars, right? When we were all younger, you know, Amer they're mostly American cars, right? So. You had a wrench and it was a quarter of an inch. By the 70s, 80s, all of a sudden now it's got to be like nine millimeters. What the hell's a millimeter, right? You see what I mean? So you can't, so, so to stay current, to stay motivated, to stay, you just have to keep moving. And if you, if you keep moving and you keep growing, then you get to 76 uh, without feeling, you know, like you're 76, without feeling like, you know, you're, you're nearing the end. I don't think I'm near the end at all. I think I'm, 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 Going, I think I'm doing well. I think the so metric system was a plot time. by craftsmen because craftsman <laughs> tools are guaranteed for life. So once you buy a set of craftsman sockets, you never need to change them. So right. when they change the metric, guess what? Right. <laughs> you need to buy a so whole new what set. What you're saying, Ron, is that life is like a train system. It never stops. It just keeps going and going in a circle. Well, it's it's that's a that certainly that is certainly a good view, but I would I would also offer uh, another view that that kind of consistent with Dale's uh, uh, remark about the Browns. Uh, I was told probably in seventy one <laughs> or seventy two keep <laughs> keep running to he the guy said to me Ron look life is like either either football or war okay you keep running till you get hit and if you get hit <laughs> and you can get up you keep you keep running again right. But when you get hit, you don't stay down, right? If you if you get up, then you keep running, right? You either get hit again or you don't. Eventually, if you get hit hard enough, you are not going to get up, and that's you're dead. I mean, you know, you, you know that that's kind of how I look at it. That yeah, there are going to be challenges, there are going to be issues, they're going to be you're going to face some obstacles, but none of those things, um, if you compare them, uh, for the most part, uh, things usually. Uh, out of everything, at least for me, out of everything bad that happened, something good. I mean, I got fired from three jobs each time I got a better job. And, and you know, people tell me about age discrimination. I agree. I agree it's there. Don't get me wrong. 
but I got hired on the job I currently have at age 65. Okay. And I've been there 12 years. That's interesting. That was, I don't know if you ever saw the movie up in the air with George Clooney. And that was Love part of his, that, that was part of his speech was, uh, right. I'm not, don't look at it as being fired. Look at it as that I'm giving you opportunity that you wouldn't have. <laughs> otherwise. <laughs> right. And I got your theme song running in my head, Ron. I get knocked down. But I get up again. I get down. Well, we all do. But, you know, again, you, you know, you can stay there. And then, you know, as someone said, if you get knocked down, it's on the other person. But if you stay there, it's on you. Mm. Right? It's your choice to stay down. You can't, you can't do that. So, you know, that's kind of how I look at it. And that's kind of the message I want to sh- kind of share with with ba- baby boomers and, 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 and Gen X because they're coming quickly. All right. Well, Ron, I got to say, you have uh, you have really impressed us today with things okay. that we can still do because we're not, uh, you know, we're not out of time yet. As the name right. of the show goes, it's another day above ground. Right. And I, I appreciate that. Right. And, I, and I'll just I'll just interject one other thing. I had prostate cancer and I had my prostate removed. And of course, the one thing you cannot do when your prostate is removed is is have more children. Mm-hmm. Um, so so. My ex told me good. <laughs> oh unless, wow! Unless you put him in, unless you put him in a jar, unless you yeah, can put it, you can put him in a jar she before. Said good, because at, again, as I was giving you my history, my I have four sons. They're ten years apart, so I have one seventy in, in each century or each decade from seventy, eighty, ninety, and two thousand. I had a I had a son. Wow! Wow! That's a whole yeah. set. Yeah. yeah, I was trying to have a daughter, but. <laughs> But it ended up with another son. So, did, did, little question, a current events question: Did you tell your employer that you were going in for prostate surgery? Yes, I did. <laughs> but I was only out for a week. Here's a, that's another thing too. You know, I was out for a week because I don't have other stuff, right? If you take care of yourself, you know, I mean, there uh-huh. are some some illnesses people get, but I don't smoke or drink, so, and I eat well, and I get enough rest, and I try not to get stressed. Um, so if you if you do that, you see, when you get these illnesses, it doesn't keep you know it doesn't keep you down forever, right? So your life is like a transit system, clean, safe, and on time, baby. <laughs> there you go. That's, there you that's go. good. That's nice. I'm, I'm going to put that over my desk. <laughs> All right, send Carolina a check. Ron, oh, wait, about, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know I know what plagiarism is, but. It's all yours, babe. <laughs> Anyhow, unfortunately, we have run out of time. You have very, uh, you have, I'm, I'm sure, put an uh, impression in our our uh, our listeners and 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 for us of what we uh, what we can do. And uh, we thank you very much for joining us. Do you want? Is there any place people could get in touch with you if they wanted to learn more? Well, I I um can give you you know my you have my email ronwoodford at gmail dot com. Um, I'm you know, always available. And I'm on LinkedIn uh, as Ron Woodford. Um, uh, so certainly people can, you know, if they want to come. And I, I expect to do more talking um, and, and you know, engage more with uh, senior, senior organizations. So if you come across an organization that thinks they would like to have someone come and speak with them, um, I'd be more than happy to be referred. Uh, that's, that's a 20% commission. Well, that's fine. <laughs> 
Yeah. I mean, it's not, I mean, you get 20% is 20. And now it's not about the money, but it's not above 20%. So I'm not, you know, I'm, not, I'm not overly concerned with the money, but it's not more than 20%. <laughs> and that's just you, Dale. That's not everyone. Okay. Yeah. Carolyn charges 30. Anyhow, we, uh, <laughs> we appreciate you being here, Ron. Thanks for joining us on another day above ground and let us know when you get that doctorate. And I pre certainly appreciate the opportunity and, 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 and great meeting all of you and talking with you. And, and I enjoyed your questions. And certainly, uh, this, is, this is a good experience. You are very welcome. You're the first uh, guest that we've had that said this was a good experience. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anytime okay. you want to come back, Ron, you just ask. Get your doctorate right here, back. Pal. All right. right. Okay, fine. Goodbye, Ron. All right. Thank you. Okay, bye. All right, everybody knows what that means. It's game time here on Another Day Above Ground when we play a, a, a quick round from the game Boom Again, the game show, or not the game show, but the board game just for baby boomers. It contains questions you should know the answers to, so every week we ask you three of these questions. If you happen to know the answers, you can send them to us and win a game. Carolyn, what do they do? Just send us an email with the answers to another day above ground show at gmail.com. And if you get them all right, we'll get you a game. That's right. And this game, it's I think it's like about a $50 value. It's a beautiful, beautiful game. Anyhow, that being said, here are the questions we asked last week, so I can give you the answers to those. First of all, when Toto pulled back the curtain and exposed the Wizard of Oz, what did Oz blurt out as he pulled the curtain shut? Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. The second one is what sound effect was an important part to the very cool theme song for 77 Sunset Strip? 77 Sunset Strip. I can't snap them, but finger snaps is what it was. uh, It's the weather. (laughs) <laughs> I was going to say, it is way too cool to try to snap your fingers. <laughs> okay. And then our third question last week was, who was older when they died? Johnny Carson or Frank Sinatra? Johnny Carson was 79. And what? Well, Johnny Carson or Frank Sinatra? And the answer on this is Johnny Carson was 79. Dean Martin was only 78. Dean Martin. Yeah. I think we found a flaw in the game. This is the first (laughs) flaw we found. But it's it's, it's out there. So, wow. (laughs) All right. Okay. Where am I at here? All right. Here we go. These are our questions. Frank Sinatra was older when he died. I just looked it up. Frank Sinatra was 82 when he died. There you go. There, there you, you go. go. Thank thank goodness for Father Google. <laughs> Good thing we didn't have that question when we had Tom Dreesen as a guest, <laughs> <laughs> who opened for Sinatra for 100 years. All right, here's the questions for this week. Grab a pencil, write them down. If you know the answer, send them in to us. First of all, name the exasperated TV mom who could have said, Oh, Ward, sometimes I could just shoot the beaver. That was a uh, that was a, a classic TV mom. Our second one. 
And a, and a classic comic line from that show. <laughs> you, you know, there's actually a meme going right now, and it's got uh, it's got uh, uh, it's the whole family there, and uh, Theodore is bald, and uh, and Ward is saying, "June, that's not what I meant." <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's our next question. There are two ways to spell the word tail. T-A-I-L, T-A-L-E. What term applies to words that sound the same but are spelled differently? Should have learned this in grammar school. Or yeah, at least no kidding. Your high. I thought, well, I thought the category third... was stuff you learned on the street. Well, th- that was a different category. This was a category of stuff you learned in school. Oh, different okay. question about tail, Tim. Tim. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> and, and our third question was stuff we saw in the real world. The real world. Name the guy who was married to that girl. So you got to know who played that girl and who her husband oh. was. So, oh, I know that one. There you go. Well, next week, we'll tell you the answers. But in the meantime, send them in to, where is that, Carolyn? Another Day Above Ground Show at gmail.com. But wait, if you want to go buy your own game, because this is so much fun, go to boomagain.com, buy the game. And at the end, before you check out, use promo code 10ADAG, and you will get 10% off your very own game if you want to buy one. And if you bought one, you could memorize all the answers. You could win our contest every week, and we probably wouldn't even know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's it, my friends. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Another Day Above Ground. uh, Carolyn, any final words before we uh, sign off? Yeah, stay warm. And I truly believe, you know, in the sports stores, sporting goods stores, they have those hand warmers and foot warmers, mostly for like being a fan at for football hands and games. Feet, yeah. yeah, you can actually put one of the hand ones inside your gloves and wear it when you take the dog out. You can put one inside your shorts, too. Woof, and then, you woof. know. <laughs> okay. Tim, any final words? Uh, just go to timslegel.com. You can check up on the Tim Slegel World Tour and uh, uh, all the other stuff that uh, videos I have, things like that. You can follow me on all the socials at uh, timslegel.com. Excellent. And uh, also visit daleurban.com. You can sign up for the Friday Funnies. Every Friday in your email, I will send you a both written and video recap of the Otter Stories of the Week. That being said, no matter how cold it is, get out and enjoy yourself today because today is another day above ground. And that's it for another day above ground. For Dale, Tim, and Carolyn, I'm Farad Muhammad. Thanks for listening.